Welcome to Industry Vancouver, conversations about the residential real estate industry with Andrew Hasman and Jeff Bennett. I'm Andrew Hasman. I'm Jeff Bennett. And today, we're going to highlight issues regarding the real estate industry and what's going on affecting you, the real estate consumer. And remember, we're better realtors than accountants or lawyers. If you're planning on making any real estate decisions, always best to speak to your trusted financial advisor or tax planner before getting into a transaction affecting buying or selling. Now, the Bank of Canada raised the core interest rate. Benchmark rate. Benchmark rate. 50, 50, points, basis, 50 points. basis points. Wow. Yeah. Now, how much is that up since the beginning of the year? Well, that phone hasn't rung in three weeks, so I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, really, so it's unprecedented. We've seen a 400 basis point lift in the benchmark rate since March of this year. So we're sitting now at four and a quarter percent. The Canadian government, Bank of Canada, uh, they are, you know, in very simple layman terms, doing what they can to cool the economy, reduce aggregate demand, and bring inflation back down to the 2% target level. Yeah, they have a 2% target level. Correct. And in, in October, this this just passed, uh, the inflation rate for Canada was 6.9%. So it's quite a bit higher than what they'd like it. We've got a long way to go. We've got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, so what's a typical five-year rate right now? So the typical five-year rate, it, it varies, but I think we're looking at about a five-year rate around 5.4, uh, 5.5%. Um, that's on a fixed uh, five-year rate with a 25-year amortization, traditional conventional mortgage, 20% down or more. Uh, if we compare that rate to uh, what buyers could achieve back in uh, the early part of 2022, uh, we were around 2 to 2.5%. Two so obviously, we've seen a big uh, big increase in, in big the increase. rates. And I yeah. would say their payment, so if you borrow a million dollars, your payment at the just over 2% rate was about 4300 per month. And uh, now it's just over six thousand. So you've got about an eighteen hundred per month increase. Forty percent. Forty percent increase yeah. in your in your your monthly mortgage payment. Now, how's that affecting the consumer refinancing? Yeah. Well, so I was talking to a mortgage broker yesterday, and what he told me was that there's a large percentage of mortgage holders that if they had to renew and requalify for that same mortgage today that they're carrying. They actually would not even qualify. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's, you know what, what is going on is unprecedented. Uh, the, the inflation, of course, uh, you know, it's, it's just shot up from where it was 2% a couple of years ago, and now we're at uh, 7 8%. And so this is really, uh, we haven't seen this sort of thing in, in decades. Yeah. Uh, and with that increase in rates, what's happened to purchasing power for buyers out there? Yeah. So I was doing some calculations myself on my trusted uh a mortgage calculator, and I did a calculation based on a one million dollar mortgage uh, back in uh, the uh, yeah eight or twelve months ago, uh, qualifying for that mortgage, and with today's rates about forty percent higher, or actually not forty percent higher, going from two and a half percent to five and a half percent, the buying power of the consumer um, has been diminished by about 30 percent. So the million dollar mortgage then mm-hmm. is about seven hundred and twenty thousand today they would qualify for. Right. So even though rates have basically doubled more than, it, it hasn't meant that the purchasing power has gone in half. It's actually come down a little bit less than the amount that it's gone up. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, okay. correct. So, so again, it, it, it affects 
someone's ability to uh, how much mortgage they can get. And if they've got a specific down payment, the, the uh, $1.5 million uh, property purchase uh, a year ago, they can't afford that anymore unless they've Unless they can tap, tap the, the bank of mom and dad for more money, right? And so, and, and have prices come down? I think that's what we've seen. I, I, yes. I know certainly uh, since the the peak of the market in in March and April of this year, uh, we've seen uh, a reduction in a lot of the prices that we're we're seeing out there. And you know what? Not a bad time to be a buyer in that you're not having to compete now with a dozen other people and non-subject offers that sort of thing. Uh, there could be some opportunities out there. There's great opportunity. And one thing that consumers have to be have to understand is when the media releases the uh, statistics about the real estate market, typically they're very generalized by, by area, you know, yeah. Greater Vancouver, BC, Canada. You know, I try to focus on my market or what's going on in, in Greater Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I hear from what uh, I see in the media that uh, prices out in the Fraser Valley, Chilliwack, Abbotsford, and such, they're down 20% plus out there. Yeah, uh, We're doing some business right now up in Seashells, and I'm seeing about a 17% decline in house prices up there. I think in the west side, it's a little bit more muted, Yeah, but I don't think uh, the west side uh, or the east side saw this, the, the tremendous run-up in prices that some of these outer-lying areas saw during the pandemic. Yes. So our, our, our price declines are somewhat less. So I guess the, the, the takeaway is, um, if you're a consumer and you're living in wherever you're living, you know, under- try to understand what's going on in your specific market. In your specific market. Yeah. And something else to consider, too, is, is I know that um, uh, there can be a tendency to say, oh, interest rates have gone up. You know, I, I, you know, houses aren't selling anymore. I mean, the truth is houses are always selling. There, there's always somebody yes. who's having a baby, getting a job, moving out of their home, you know, you know their, their, their family home or, or, or whatever's going on. And so there's always going to be that activity in the marketplace. The other thing that I think people maybe don't look at as much is the opportunity of a, a, a down in prices actually makes it a lot easier to trade up to your next home. Yeah, you think about it. If you're, if you're going to spend uh, $2.5 million on your next purchase and the market's down by, just keep it simple, 10%, that's about a... $250,000 decline in, in, in market value, but you're coming from a, a townhouse that's worth a million dollars. Yeah. And if that's down 10%, it's only down a hundred thousand. So your actual differential is narrowed by about 150. Yeah. Right. So uh, a great opportunity if, if that's something that you're thinking of doing. Um, used to be that we would see uh, in a rising market, people would go out and buy first and then they would sell their current home after the fact. And yeah. they would take advantage of the market lifting up to yeah. ensure that they could sell. I think you can still take advantage of this market, but it becomes increasingly important if you are making a trade-up. You've got to sell first so you know what you're dealing with dollars and cents-wise. And you don't have to deal with a contingent listing or, or a contingent uh, purchase on, on the thing that you're looking at. Absolutely. And you, and you definitely don't want to get caught with two mortgages or owning two properties. It, it, right? Definitely. So you, you'll sell for less. You're going to buy for less. And the nice thing about buying in this market is uh, you're typically the only offer going in. Yes. Uh, you've got time to do due diligence. Yes. Uh, if you remember, you know, 12 months ago, if you were making an offer on a condo, a townhouse or a house. It was typically, you know, you had to submit your bid by a certain date. Yep. And if it wasn't uh, an unconditional offer, you basically didn't have much of a chance. So this is a great market if you're a buyer. Yes, uh, there's a lot of negativity, but if you, if you cut through all the noise, yes. it's actually a great opportunity to buy in a, in, a, in a slower market. Yeah, and if you need a home to live in, 
Hey, you, you can't wait forever. Yeah, well, I always say to my clients, yeah. you know, so you buy the home today and yeah, the market's down and you know, prices actually could go lower in 2023. There's a very strong possibility prices are going to go down. But if your holding period, if you're thinking of buying the home and you're thinking that you're going to be there for the next five to 10 years, then it doesn't really matter, right? Because yeah. what's the value going to be in five to 10 years? Obviously, we don't have a crystal ball. No. But in Vancouver, don't prices in the long run tend to sort of trend higher? You know, uh, in the career of doing this for 30 years, yeah. and I'm sure you're the same, I, I know two things. I've met very few old, rich renters. <laughs> and I've never met anybody who bought a house 10, 15, 20, 30 years previously yeah. that said, oh, I should have waited six months before I bought. Yeah, exactly. They were just thrilled to have bought it. Yeah. Uh, over time, uh, the, the prices have lifted up and they've had great accommodation for their family. They've had great cash flow from their investment. It, it, it's all been beneficial. But over the short term, and real estate is not a short term thing, uh, it, it, it may have seemed like there was other opportunities or something else they could have done. But over the long term, yeah. the long haul. And if you're a family with, uh, with, with, with young children and, you're, and you, maybe you're living in a tight 900 square foot condo yeah. and you're bouncing off the walls... And uh, you need more space, then you need more space. Yeah. And so you just basically have to do the math on it, figure out prices have come down in the market that you're looking at. Yes, interest rates have gone up, but if you can make the numbers work, uh, you may find that if, if when you look back in five to 10 years, you actually made a great decision buying in 2023. Totally. Right? So, yeah. All right, great. So, um, anything else we should uh, well, I, I just about? You know what? Uh, <laughs> we love keeping people informed. There's always something to talk about in real estate. I think people tend to get wrapped up in all the negativity. Yes. And I think if you can cut through the negativity, there's always something positive to sort of focus on. Yep. And I can't stress more, I think, that you know, looking back at my 30 years, and I own real estate, and, and we bought uh, real estate in, in down markets. Yep. If you remember, uh, from 1993 to 2000, the market in Vancouver was flattened and down for seven years. It was. That's when I first got into real estate. I know that very well because Heather and I bought our first place. There's a little spike in the graph in yeah. the early 90s. We bought right at the top of that peak and then rolled the down. market down for six years. Yeah. And then when we were ready to trade up, I mean, it wasn't fun while it was happening, yeah. but it turned out to be the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, you fast forward uh, 15, 20, 25, 30 years later, it's the yeah. best thing you, you could have ever done, right? Totally. So, and less disruption for the family too, because yeah. how many times do you want to move and try to time the market? Well, right? and, and no landlord can call and say, oh, by the way, I sold the place, you're going to have to move out. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so a lot more security, a lot more safety, and uh, uh, just the benefits of ownership. Yeah. For me, anyways, I felt like more of a citizen, right? Listen, we're here to keep you informed. We've got a weekly video series talking, speaking candidly about Vancouver's real estate. I am Andrew Hassman. I'm Jeff Bennett. And thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate your time and your attention. If we can be a further help or information, we look forward to hearing from you. We respectfully acknowledge that we live, work, and play on the traditional territories of the Coast Salish people, including the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations.